Hey, I'm Paul. And I'm Maddie. And welcome back to the Our Labors of Love podcast, where today we're going to talk about the things that we do to feel super close to God. And I'll try and explain that theologically, too, for anybody who has red flags. I felt like I needed to say it. Yeah, it's fine. Somebody thought it. It's so fine. It's fine. We'll get there. Um, but before that, uh, how was your week, Maddie? Started out with a yawn, <laughs> so that is all you need to know. My week was tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm very tired today. Ooh. I feel less tired than I did yesterday, though, so I guess yeah. that's positive. That's good. So, yep. Okay. I don't know. It was a good week. We did the watercoloring story stuff tea time. Yeah. I don't know. Did we talk about that? Did I just have um, that idea pre, post, last? Anyway, we did I'm not it. Sure. It's, a, it's been wonderful. Okay. All right. Back, yeah, explain. Backstory. Yeah, there you go. We had a pretty set in stone rhythm of the boys watching shows first thing in the morning when they wake up. Mm hmm. Which I would say originated from us being very sleep deprived and tired and so and not getting much sleep. And so we would wake up when the boys woke up and then that would be when we would like actually wake up kind mm -hmm. of, you yeah. know, we'd it'd be like our ease into the day. Um, but we just well, one, we're waking up before the boys now, so it's unnecessary. But also we know for us. Wow. My is that really OK um, for us? We um, just being on our phones first thing, screen time in general, first thing in the morning usually does not do good things for us. So mm -hmm. why would our kids benefit from that? So we've been wanting to change it. But Theo is very much of um, he likes when his routine and like yeah. he big, does big not want to shift from said routine, which I totally understand because I am the same way. 100%. So we've been like, how the heck are we going to? get him change this from mm -hmm. being the first thing because it's been a while um and then by fluke which i think that's what i brought up on a fluke yeah, last yeah. weekend or we two weekends ago and i think i had the idea but we didn't really we didn't have the tea time with it yeah so like not this weekend but the weekend before that we accidentally fell into it which we talked about with watercolors but then at church kale um quoted from a book What's that? The 10 bombs? Yeah, The Hiding Place. Yes, The Hiding mm -hmm. Place, Corey which I really want to read. Yeah. Um, but they talked about, he talked about how their family for like 20 decades, decades every morning Not would 20 start. 20 decades, but 20 years. Four decades, yeah. 20 years. Two decades, Four actually. Years, yeah. okay. What? Never mind. We'll, we'll, people know what we're talking about. Many years. A long, <laughs> long, 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 long time. They started. <laughs> he started. The morning by reading a chapter of the Bible as a family. Yeah. So that was where then like my brain was like, oh, and and to tie it even more, I've been um, for homeschool for Theo. One of the main things you do in a day is have story time together. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte Mason style, um, like two of the big pillars of her whole thing. One is nature study. The other one, which is why I bought the watercolors in the first place. The other one is um, tea time. Having a tea time mm -hmm. where you read literature or whatever with your kids. So I was like, why don't we just have our tea time? Hers would always be in the afternoon because English. 
mm-hmm. British, you know. Um, ours, why don't we just have it first thing in the morning? And that's how we start our day because the boys love tea. They do. They enjoy, love reading stories. So that's kind of, we just kind of dove right into it on like Monday morning. We were like, all right, tea time. This is how it's going. So when Theo yeah. comes down, we try to have the tea ready or brewing. We get their breakfast to the table. It's and great. we read one story of the Bible from the Jesus Storybook Bible. And then after we read it, we then like encourage them to watercolor, paint mm-hmm. um, something based off the story, typically like inspired by a picture, kind of trying to teach Theo how to like look at things and know and like figure out how do I draw something I'm seeing or yeah. even writing. I think it'll be helpful with mm-hmm. handwriting too. Um, it's been super fun. I've, it's been really fun. I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. I think it's been fun for all of us yeah. and a less, I don't know, like anytime we have the TV on, I feel like then when it's time to turn it off, it's like mm-hmm. it fits are thrown. And yeah. so it's just been nice to not yeah. start the day with like yeah. a fit because we're turning the TV off or whatever. So yeah. it's been great. It's been really good. So that would, I would say would be like the highlight of my whole week. Mm-hmm. It was that. And then I just have been watercoloring like on my own in addition, which has been fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then otherwise I'm just tired because mm-hmm. it was a busy, crazy week mm-hmm. with church stuff. Yeah. So you can talk about that because that was really your week. Yeah. My week was, um, ended up great. Ended so, up wonderful. Yeah. On yeah. Thursday morning, you know, we've been going back and forth for a couple of weeks trying to get a temporary facility while, while ours is under construction. And I've been going back and forth with the church to rent their space for a couple of weeks. And I was anticipating receiving that answer on Thursday morning of last week. You did receive that. And answer. I did receive that answer and it was no. Um, but then they said no. Before I had received that text, I sent another text to another pastor in the city and said, Hey man, you know, we're working, we're just, just need you to pray and start thinking about where, if you have any leads on where we could might have a temporary facility. And so I had texted that him that probably a half hour before I received the no from the other church. And then he texted me. So two minutes later, four minutes later, I have to go back and look at my text history. It was pretty rapid. I mean, Maddie was standing there. I was there present for both and I was like, texts. wait, what? And he texts me, he says, hey man, we've got a gym that's totally empty and a kid's room. It's yours if you want it. Just rest easy knowing you've got something. Keep looking throughout the day or whatever, but... It's yours if you want it. And it was just such a cool, God's got this. He's he's bigger and he's better. And that was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that was huge. For that was huge. For that. Yeah. And we went on a date this week. We did. Which it's been way too long. I mean, I don't even yeah. know when. Embarrassingly long without a date, probably. Actual, like, I mean, an actual date. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we did so. that. And overall, I'd say it was a good week. And a question that we thought about last week um because we, we listen to a podcast yeah we listen to the dadville podcast which is great i think we've re- referenced it before but one of the questions they asked on an episode recently was what is something you have you are irrationally confident in yes which i thought was such a great question it cracks me up yeah. <laughs> it's so it's funny because i feel like everyone has it yeah i can easily name yours yeah well, well you probably have multiple but so well, that was a lot. That was a confident statement over there. So I'm curious, what uh, what's yours? My, mm-hmm. Your ability to fix cars, <laughs> for sure. Like, totally irrational. Completely irrational. Okay, let's just frame yeah. of reference. First yeah. of all, your ability to fix things on houses has come up 
um, out of nowhere, yeah. out of left field completely. For sure. So we'll start with that because yeah. when we were dating, um, you one dropped a filing cabinet down the stairs because you were so certain you knew how to use a dolly properly and you were doing it the wrong way. Without and context, I mean it's an embarrassing story, but when you just throw it in there like that, crushed. I was nearly, in, I was nearly <laughs> crushed, and maybe yeah, I mean bad. It could have been. It could have been really bad. Really we bad. <laughs> 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 the cabinet was literally lodged in sideways. <laughs> Not for sure. Maddie's lost it. I was at the top of the stairs. I thought it was done to be done. And we just left it in the wall wet. All right. Well, I feel like I have to tell the story now. So this was, what, <laughs> seven, seven, eight years ago, probably seven years yeah. ago. So there's a, there's a good amount of time oh, here. So gosh. we were... <laughs> In Maddie's parents' garage, up it's two two floors, and we needed to move a large filing cabinet out. I don't. We out. didn't remove the drawers for some no, reason. No, we left. Really I think dumb. we left all the stuff in the drawers no, as well. I know we took the stuff out. We were not quite that stupid, but we didn't remove the drawers, and we could have. That and, was dumb. Yeah, and so I, some for some strange reason, had an irrational confidence in my ability to, <laughs> to use a dolly. To use a dolly, and I used it exactly opposite. The way that you are are to use a dolly. Which I definitely told so you. So I was going backwards down the steps, holding the dolly. Before you went down, I said, Paul, so dumb. this is so, not right. So this, dumb. I don't feel good about this. I yeah. really don't think you have this the right way. Yeah. And you're like, no, I got it. I got it's this. fine. I just have to get it down the first step. I just got to know how fine. it moves. I just got to see how it moves. And it'll be fine. Once I know how it moves. It was not fine. It moved quickly it moved and almost quickly crushed him. And with a lot of weight. And then I... Clearly By the grace of realized, God, yeah, it I, got wedged and stuck in the wall, like literally suspended. Yeah, because each end was made a hole in the wall, and it was just hanging there, suspended, and didn't crush you at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. so I I got halfway down one step, realized I had no chance against this this thing, and I just let go and ran. And Maddie <laughs> screamed bloody murder. She thought I was dead. I did. I thought you were and crushed. And we left it and went and got an ice cream. And, we, and then I, what was maybe the best part is I had to then go to my future father-in-law because yeah. we weren't, you know, we weren't married and we were dating, I think, at the time. And I was like, hey, uh, there's a couple, <laughs> couple dings in the drywall. Couple dings. I mean, massive Gigantic holes. holes. That was embarrassing. That was Well, bad. thanks for sharing that story, Maddie. You're I welcome. appreciate it. So there was that. And then there was the time you hung up a, a mirror. No, we don't need to talk about it. We're, we're talking about different stories. the jankiest stories. thing. Well, I'm just, to preference, like, you had zero. So there's that. So what you've come into with the house stuff was out of left field. But then cars, I mean, you literally, what, maybe as a teenager, you learned how to change oil with your grandpa, yeah. but you haven't done it since. Correct. And then we move into our house and the starter on my car dies. I don't know what you even call that. It well, needs replaced. Yeah. it it. But it was several different things. First, I thought it was the ignition switch. So yes. I went and that, well, actually, first I thought battery. So went, we tried the battery. the battery. That's no big deal. Then I thought ignition switch. So I find a YouTube video. Here's the thing. I think I have an irrational confidence in, in YouTube. YouTube videos. That's true. YouTube and, and the ability. right attitude. That's right. YouTube and the right attitude. You can do a lot. So I thought it was the ignition switch. So I like disassemble our dashboard, yeah. which was terrifying. Yeah. And then change the ignition switch. And it I, wasn't. It, it was it, not the problem. It was not the problem. So then I had to take that back apart, you know, whole thing. And by process of elimination, I realized it must have been the starter. 
So he found a YouTube video mm -hmm. of some saint of a human being yes. that literally step-by-step step basically told you how to take all the things out of your car uh -huh. and change the starter and then put it back. 2007 Honda CRV. It's a it was literally the exact our car. Yep. So, yeah. I, and, I, and since then, now you've done like stuff on your truck. Yeah. And it's just, you follow YouTube, I know. But, I do. Um, so that, I would say. Yeah, for sure. You're completely Absolutely. unqualified to do any of that stuff. 100% unqualified. You just tr have a, an irrational confidence in that the people who made these YouTube videos actually know what they're they talking what they're about. Doing. You can tell. They, they uh -huh. know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I am two for it's two. It's worked out. So I would, yeah. What it saved us a lot of money. A whole lot of I money. Think. So really, you should Supposedly. be thanking me. So it's not really irrational. You. No, it is. Ir it yeah, is irrational, irrational in that right. you can follow it and not lose the parts. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Shockingly. The fact that you haven't lost important pieces while yeah. doing it. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. Accurate. But you've done it. So I'm proud of you and I appreciate we did it. it. So. And my confidence is becoming increasingly Higher? rational. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What about oh. you, Maddie? Mine yeah. is probably similar of like just building I'm just gonna things. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to figure gonna it out. Fine. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Oh, build a vent hood? Yeah, I figured out. <laughs> this is what I want it to look like? Sure. <laughs> it just make it, it's going to be fine. Yeah. You just make it work. Which generally, it, well, I will um, say though, in the beginning when I started doing random projects like that where I'd just be like, I'm just going to build this table. Like they were absolute garbage and they didn't work. So I've learned from trying to build things and realizing, wow, that is a very ineffective way to build. Yeah. But at the same time, when I think about, like, the random things I have somehow built. It comes together. It, so I think there's a degree of you have an aptitude. Yes. And then you sort of combine that with a sheer willingness to wing it. Yes. And I'm just somehow that. I'm willing to, to fail. Yeah, I but, would say, but you don't usually. Is there anything that you've done that you you've stopped and you said, "Wow, I have made just a total mess of this." Yes. Okay, but that I was wanna... way back. It was I tried to build a coffee table or something, and I quit partway. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've I've well, seen that. I mean, that table. was like right out of college, so. I don't know if I remember that. It was terrible. Actually, it wasn't a coffee table. I was trying to make some shoe storage rack thing to go to the, like the end uh, of the bed do you yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. and I it was a bust that. and i just gave i just gave up on it and yeah that one was terrible it reminds me of the first build that i tried to do oh my gosh which was also terrible which was also terrible it's i so, so it bad. was a it was a sofa table sofa basically table. behind yeah. the sofa one yeah, of those yeah, yeah. and i was all was excited terrible I, you were thrilled i was pumped i put it up there and it was six inches too tall yeah. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then in wobbly. Very, but thankfully it's between a wall and the table, yeah. so it's so you fine. Just, you just sort of But my dad helped you kind of like get that thing, get that to yeah. function again. I've come fix a long it. way. You have. You know? Yeah. I would say way. both of us but but the funniest thing I feel like that I've not funny, but the whole irrational confidence was building the um the vent hood for the garage. Yeah, hundred percent. It's cool, and yeah. I mean, I couldn't. I don't think I could rebuild it. Is the thing because I don't know what I did to make that work. Yeah, I literally just eyeballed angles to be like, yeah, that should 
it about what the angle I think. Sure. And I do like I think because of art and because of like ceramics and I like sewing. So I like I have like experience of like taking something flat and figuring out how to make it be a three dimensional shape kind of a thing. So I I think it all ties together. Yeah. But it's still almost except for ceramics. All of those, I just winged it and I figure it out as I go. And is it winged or I wung? wung? I winged I, it. I don't know. I think I winged. I winged, winged it. Winged sounds wung weird. Sounds, wung I feel sounds like weird. we're in just a different element tonight. Here. Oh, I'm dying. Um, so, yeah. So we would love to hear uh, anybody listening your areas Irra- of irrational, irrational confidence. confidence. So send us a yeah. uh, Instagram message or. Texas or well, something. it's the same with gardening too. Yeah, I just was like, yeah, I'm just going to start growing a bajillion flowers. <laughs> I'm just going to take over our vegetables. entire house with flowers. I'm going to make you build me very permanent garden beds because I'm that confident that I'm going <laughs> to yeah. be successful at gardening. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's going to work out. It's going to be fine. Yeah. So, our real topic tonight, <laughs> we're already 20 minutes into yeah, this. Yeah, I thing. need to go to bed. Yeah, got to lock it is, in. Um, so. The reason I thought of this, um, so the past, you know, you guys have been with us over the past few weeks and a couple months now, but it's just been a sort of a weird season as we've been trying to get, you know, this church launched and, and, um, you know, just a a big transition season, I would say. And something I noticed, so I haven't taught on a Sunday morning in like a month, maybe three, three, four weeks. Mm. And, um, you know, I have another uh you know i'm gonna start teaching every week now yeah um by the grace of god very thankful for that and so i notice there's something on weeks that i'm not teaching i still get time in the word every day Mm -hmm. but my reading of the word is just it's different it's just at a different level Uh and that i think is okay but there's when you're when you're teaching it when you're studying for teaching others you have to go go way more in depth way more in depth And something I noticed, um, which is what sort of spurred on this question for me. So I spent some time today uh, after church today, just, just really getting into the text and asking all the questions I like to ask. And, you know, I I try and ask questions when I'm studying on my own as well, but I just, the more I ask questions as I'm reading scriptures and the more I just think about the situation and the setting and the the time and these people's reactions and Jesus's response, like all of these little details, just the more I feel in my heart, this sort of welling up toward God, Mm. this drawn toward him and this joy and who he is. And, and again, I don't, I don't always do this perfectly. And so, but that, that led me to thinking of this question is what is it that you do that makes you feel most connected to the Lord? And I said, I wanted to have a sort of a theological note there, Theologically speaking, when we place our faith in Christ, we repent from sin, we place our faith in Christ, we are united to the mm-hmm. Father through Jesus' sacrificial atoning payment for our sin on the cross. There's nothing we can do to be separated from him. From him. Um, you know, we don't, there's not this sort of end point that is God and then we can get further away and, and closer to. And at the same time, like we're, we're saved, right? Yeah. But it's, that's what I'm trying to say. We're saved. But at the same time, there are things that we do that draw our affections toward him yeah. and, and we grow in our relationship to him. And that's where we get sanctification. So right. we are justified. Then over time, we are sanctified, made more and more like him over time. Mm-hmm. But I think what I'm, I'm getting at here is this 
heart level relationship. Yeah. This, what is it that we do that cultivates our relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. and draws our affections toward yeah. Him? Because it is very it is different from. It is very different from recognizing that God exists. Yes. And actually, like having a relationship. Yeah. And desiring time with God, or, um, I don't know. And yes. when you feel close, like it's just a very different level of like when I, I think about like early in my faith compared to now of thinking about how I even thought about approaching God in prayer mm-hmm. and how formal it used to be of mm-hmm. like, and also very surface level mm. compared to now, I feel a lot more comfortable just like in any moment being like, Oh my gosh, God, please help me. Or being honest maybe with how I'm feeling in my prayer. Whereas like early on, I almost felt like I couldn't, I maybe felt like nervous to actually come mm-hmm. honestly in prayer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I don't know. Yeah. No, that, yeah. But I, so I it's think different, like yeah. in terms of the relationship and your relationship and your, that can grow. And yeah. I think what's, I think here's what I, th- okay. You were saying there's nothing we can do to get, you know, closer to or farther from God, right? When we're saved. And I think, God's not getting, he's not making himself closer or farther, but we can draw near to him or we don't. You know what I mean? So that I think is where the difference is. God's always there and available to us, but we don't always come to him. I think that's so good, Maddie. Thanks for that. I I think I've heard somebody say, God didn't move, you did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think for me, answering that question, it's for me to really feel this connection, I I really need to have like study, study time. The deep study. There's a difference between reading and studying. Mm-hmm. And I don't always get into the study, study. And I don't always just want to do that because I'm teaching. I want to do that for myself. And I think I'm realizing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that, but I think I'm realizing that and seeing just the difference it makes in my relationship with the Lord when I'm study, studying mm-hmm. and getting in allowing the time and the focus and the thought to really come up with, I think, conclusions, I guess. Yeah, okay. Versus, it, it, yeah, I think that's the difference. It's it's coming to conclusions about what the text is saying and having mm-hmm. an, a, opinions on it versus this reading, underlining some words. It's like, oh, that's cool. And then sort of moving on. I have to come to these sort of thoughts, like yeah. organized thoughts of this is what the text is saying and this is what it's teaching and this is how it matters. Yeah. And Which makes I, sense because that's like similar to what we do at Life Group. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's why in Life Group, we feel like you get so much more out of reading. Yeah. Because you're actually like taking the time to be like, what does this say? And what is this teaching me? And what yeah. does this mean? Versus just qu- kind of quickly reading through it. Yep. Like you're checking it off. Right. Yeah. Yep. So what about you? Um, mine's way less. That's okay. Theologian than yours. That's okay. Theologian. I mean, I do. I will say, definitely, how I'm reading does make a difference. So that's mm-hmm. a thing. Um, but 
I would say, like, historically, for me, um, for a long, long, long time, like, I've always felt closer when I'm listening to worship music. Mm -hmm. That's always, I don't know what it is. I think, well, a lot, I mean, most worship music is, like, kind of is speaking scripture so i'm sure that helps Mm -hmm. but i don't know it's just i think i've always felt like had a deep connection to music in general like i've always like with choir and all the different music stuff so there's that and there's that emotional tie to music that i've always Mm -hmm. had and so now when i listen to worship music and it's connected to him and praising him or mm-hmm. and i think because there's also or, worship music that is i mean it's always it's never it's always praising him but also that acknowledges like when you're in the hard seasons and mm-hmm. i think it's like almost my way of especially when i'm in the weird transition seasons or i'm struggling it's like my way of praying to god when i don't really know mm-hmm. what to pray for i yeah. guess if that makes sense yeah um so that but what I've also noticed is even just within things that I enjoy doing um, or like, so whenever I'm doing stuff like creatively making things, mm-hmm. that I feel also very, yeah, I feel closer, especially too, because I do tend to listen to worship music. So I'm sure that helps that combination. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... I've noticed just in last year when I started doing gardening that in gardening I do. And I think it's, I think it's because one, if when you watch things and I think even just in parent, I'm just like getting where I'm, I'm more aware and recognizing like the miracles and how things work Mm. together. Like how watching plants grow, like it's just it, if you're actually paying attention, yeah. it's just really remarkable to watch. It's it's just cool. And so then seeing like and seeing how God designed everything to to work together um, is amazing. Yeah. And then seeing all the different variations of things is amazing. So even just within flowers, like how many different flowers and how beautiful they are. And like so I just. And I just am like, I'm frequently overwhelmed by God's creation and the beauty mm-hmm. in it. And then I also, I mean, I feel, I think also part of it is like before sin, our job was to work the garden yeah, in the Garden of Eden and to work the land and care for. Mm-hmm. And so, so I think yeah. there is that tie as well of why it feels so peaceful because it's like, this is what we were created to do. Mm. Um, granted in our gardens, we have all the freaking pests that we have to deal with. And I have the squirrels that make me crazy. And I imagine in the garden of Eden that I wouldn't be battling with squirrels Mm. and other issues. Um, but even with, even with all of that, it's still, I don't know. It's just this very peaceful place to be. So, yeah. And I just, yeah. It's good. So, so I have a lot of them, I guess, Mm -hmm. but but there you go. Yeah. So how do you make sure you create time to do those things, which we've been talking about a lot this week, which is a whole nother question, a whole nother it's a whole episode. Struggle. But, and I, I think, you know, we don't have to go into that yeah. in this one, but um, yeah, I, I feel like that intentional thought of what is it that draws me toward? What is it that cultivates my relationship with the Lord? Mm-hmm. And how do I make sure I have time 
and space to do those things. And even if you have the time and space, so for me, while I read every day, I don't always go through the time and the effort to really study, Mm -hmm. which draws my heart. uh, Maybe my heart tends to drift in those seasons where I'm not really, really getting into it. And so, yeah, just being really intentional to, number one, do you know? And if you don't know, then you should pray about God revealing that to you to figure that out. Um, mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit would work in your heart to, to reveal that and, and open your eyes to it. And then two, to to be intentional in cultivating that mm-hmm. in your life and creating margin for it and talking to somebody else about it to say, hey, I, I really need this. And this is good for my soul because it's, it's good for my relationship with the Lord. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think fitting it in. I don't know why it becomes so much harder when, I mean, I do know why it becomes harder once you have kids, but it's also (laughs) of like, golly, when you have kids, I feel like you need that even more. Oh yeah, for sure. But, um, I think last year what I did, I mean, making the, at least in terms of gardening when it's seasonably appropriate, uh, a part of my morning. Mm -hmm. So like, and a lot, I'm so excited for when the weather's nicer and like, I would go, I would take my Bible outside and do my gardening stuff, but also read just sitting out there, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that, but obviously I'm not going out there when it's 30 degrees to read my Bible. So I read in, inside, then <laughs> uh, yeah. do that later. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I listen to worship music a lot throughout the day. Yeah. I feel, well, hmm. Lately, it's been probably less because our boys are getting to the point where they have stronger opinions on yeah listening to other things. So they do strong there. opinions. Very strong. Those two. Well, speaking of music, they're strong. We've got uh, a couple of songs this week. Mm-hmm. Just two. Just two. We each have one. Mm-hmm. That's how we got two. Yep. Well, you could one have plus had two. one is two. That's true. And that rhymed. All right. Anyway, um, so we got a couple of uh, repeat artists. Which I feel like we've been doing, Obviously. you know, somewhat regularly. But you know what we like. So, um, all right. So, Praise Him Forever mm-hmm. by Jervis, Jervis our guy, Jervis Campbell. Um, my guy. What's sort of the, uh, you got an intro on this one? I right? don't really have one except no? that I love Just it and I it? like feel it yeah. deeply. Okay. When I listen all right. Jervis to Campbell, so. uh, Praise Him Forever. Praise ties in well with what we're talking about yeah. today. Um, all right, so mine is from Beautiful Eulogy, and mm-hmm. it's called Doxology. And this is one that um, pretty consistently just sort of gets lodged in my head. And yeah. I just... This is probably your favorite. I would yeah. say it's probably your favorite one by 
Yeah, this and if. I mean, and if is up there too. But uh, we have, we, this we was the yeah, if, if was on, on it. A couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. But this one was the first one you showed me from. Um, yeah, I think beautiful this was the eulogy. first uh, beautiful eulogy song that I sort of stumbled upon, and I was like, "Whoa, this is mm-hmm. amazing!" So, yeah. this is Doxology by Beautiful Eulogy. see maddie she's jamming out to this one um all right so yeah we'd love to hear from you on um, both of those things actually that we talked about so what are you irrationally confident in a less serious note and then on a more serious note what is it that draws your affections to the lord and Mm -hmm. really cultivates your relationship with him so we'd love to hear about that and um did you have an alliteration for today or no i didn't even think about it wow i didn't really no i don't have one we've broken You've officially broken it, which I'm okay with. You're okay. We were building up a lot of pressure for that because it's like it was bound to end eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have one, so I can't even think of one right now. And usually, once I start thinking about it, it's like bam, bam, bam. I got it. Yeah. All I can think of is literally what you just said. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. um, Have a good week. Yeah. Have a great week, and um. Oh, I'll say. You have final thoughts? No. Well, my only Aha, final thought is final thoughts. My only final thought is asking people to be praying for us because our church. This next Sunday yeah. is our first. I mean, it's our it's our like practice run, but practice run of attempting to figure out our new temporary space. So. Yes, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, please pray. Um, and then on Easter we have our public launch. Mm-hmm. And we were in a temporary spot, which is okay. And very thankful for that provision. Yep. And we'll move over to permanent one when we can. But yeah, please do pray. And we're excited to see what God does. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for joining us today, making us part of your week. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll be back next week for another episode. Yes. All right. Thanks. Yep. Bye. Bye.